0: Welcome to Skin in the City by Glow Skincare. I'm your host, Casey Boone, and I'm your co host and honorary esthetician, Haley. This is a podcast for estheticians and, even more importantly, the lifestyle of an esthetician. Happy Monday. We're back in action. All three of us. All three of us. Clark's here sitting on the table. <laughs> Acting like a good little boy today. He is. He is. He's just happy to be with us recording. Yeah. So let's see how long this lasts. Yeah. Set the timer. <laughs> <laughs> I just got back from vacation, and I feel like I have a little bit of vacation brain. Mm, yes. I was gone 10 days. I was in Utah camping for a week, Uh-huh. and then I was in Vegas for like four days. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> so... so- a lot of vacation brain coming in a lot of hot. vacation brain i slept on an air mattress for six nights which <sighs> i'll never do again i'm too old at 34 but at the best at the same time we had the best time yeah like yeah. i actually disconnected like there was many many days i was like 100% off my phone i i was Kaylee. shocked i was shocked this is the longest you've ever gone without emailing me really which was probably just a couple of days yeah but I was impressed with you every day. I didn't get an email. I'm like, you go, girl. I think it was like, you know, we got there on Saturday and I think Wednesday was like the first time I was like, okay, I'm just going to like go into my email like really quick yeah. and like clear some stuff out and and just make sure everything's like, okay. Right. Which everything was. Everything was fine. Yeah. And it was literally only because I think I was, like, bored for a second. And I was like, where's my phone? Like, I literally, like, lost my phone 20 times. Like, everyone is probably Ugh. sick of me asking, That's actually the best thing ever. Asking where my phone is. It was the best thing ever. I was like, I have no attachment to it. I, like, left it outside one night, and then it was, like, raining. I'm like, I hope I didn't leave it in the rain. Whoops. But it was, was obviously okay. Yeah. So I'm still on summer break, you guys. Yeah. We are starting to prepare for the Long Beach skincare show. Mm-hmm. Yay! I know it's only a couple weeks now—literally o- only a couple weeks. So that's going to be August twenty-first and twenty-second. Yeah. If you haven't gotten your tickets yet, grab them. I think the price might have gone up now, but okay. Like we've been talking before, I think it was like seventy dollars for two days if you like do the pre-order. Okay. I think it might be ninety now. Still very affordable. Yeah. And Haley was saying she was looking at the like who's coming, the exhibitor right? list. Yeah. And the Exhibitor list looks good, yeah? It's great, yeah. There's a lot of like big names, some small names that I haven't heard of that I would be excited to check out and tons of local people, but also people, you know, internationally as well. Right. So you can come shop, there's classes, there's education, there's all sorts of fun stuff. Come visit us at Booth 344. I'll be there with Brandon, I'll be there with Jillian, and I'll be there with Amanda. Yeah. So I'm really excited. So, since I have vacation brain, I had posted on Instagram last (laughs) week, like, ask me anything. Yeah. I feel like this is always, like, I have fun answering questions. And if someone asks a question, there's probably a chance that someone else is, like, thinking the same thing. Right, right. So, I'm going to, like, just jump right into some of these questions. Perfect. The first one is favorite tinted sunscreen. Mm-hmm. That's a great question. It is a good question. I have a few favorites. Mm -hmm. I would say Replenix is one of my all-time favorites. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm actually wearing today. Okay. I think it's an SPF 30. I should know this better. Yeah. Oops. I also love the Tizo SPF. It's a tinted Mm -hmm. SPF. I've been using that, God, since like 2008, 2009, and that has like an amazing texture. Yeah. Have you used that one? It's like kind of matte, right? Kind of, it just—it's like this creamy, kind of, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like this really unique, kind of creamy silicone-y yes. texture. Yeah, it's kind of like I feel like it works as a primer as well. It's like both. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all the tinted sunscreens, you can just like wear it, like get up and go. That's or, what I do. Yeah, or you could put like makeup over it. So like today, I put the Replenix tinted sunscreen on. And then I got a cream blush and just put, like, blush over. It's, like, so easy and so fast. Uh, Clark agrees. Yeah, he loves when you you wear that makeup. It's his favorite one, actually. (laughs) I just get real excited about it. (laughs) So those are my two favorite. Do you have any others? Yeah, the one I use is from Pure okay uh-huh it's pure cosmetics pure cosmetics yeah it's i think it's a BB cream or cc cream again i should one, know this one of those but it has it Remember, has like more skincare girls than makeup girls okay? right right <laughs> it has spf in it i always put my peptide retron defense first anyway because mm-hmm. you need extra sunscreen always but yeah it has a great finish and it lasts all day nice yeah are you wearing it today no i'm not just today. just just moisturizer just moisturizer today yeah. Got it. Okay. Another question. How to break up with a client that only gets a facial and never buys any retail? Okay. So this is a tricky question. Because in the beginning, when you're first seeing clients, you want to take everybody. Yeah. And I understand that if you're an established esthetician, you want your clients to be listening to your recommendations. Of course. If yeah. they're paying you literally hundreds, possibly thousands of dollars Right. to do their face, yeah. and then they're going home and they're not listening to your recommendations, it does feel like kind of a waste of you're time. Like, what am I even doing? Totally. Yeah. So, you know, it. I, I don't want to tell all people like, well, if they're not buying the products, like fire them. But if you're a seasoned esthetician like myself, I've definitely had to let go of clients Mm -hmm. who after years, it wasn't like one or two times, it was like years of me like. Please, like, (laughs) listen to my recommendations. It's, like, I wasn't even, like, telling them they had to, like, buy certain things for me even though they really should. Yeah. It's, like, what's the point? Right. I did have to let go of clients. But I think this is – it depends on your situation. Yeah, there's a lot of, like – questions we would have. Of course, you know, Haley and we always... Yeah, maybe they have a skincare line that they love that you don't sell, so they're buying it from someone else. But if they're having issues with their skin still and they're not listening to your recommendations, then That's that's a problem. That's a problem. Yeah, yeah. So how do you break up with someone? I mean, I think you just have an open, transparent conversation. Yeah. Hey, like... I see that, like, you're still not using the products that I recommended, and you're telling me you're not getting the results that you want. This is part of the reason, right. X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And if you can't at least listen to some of my recommendations and mm-hmm. use some of these products, I don't feel like I can treat you as a client anymore because we're just like not meshing together. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's perfect. Then hopefully they change their mind and they want to buy it. But my guess is if this is going on for any length of time, they're still not going to want to necessarily. Yeah, and it's like you can't – of course we want our clients to buy our retail if we're selling it. And of course, more importantly, we want our clients to take our recommendation. Mm -hmm. But you can't – we can't force them to like – I guess what I'm trying to say is like if the mentality is like I'm upset with them that they're not buying my product – that's, not that's a reason, one thing. Yeah. That's not a reason to fire them. Right. But if you're like, this person is not taking my advice and they're not getting the results that they want because they're not using my full yes. recommendation. That's a problem. Then that that is a problem. Right. If you decide it's a problem. Yes. You know? Yeah. If it doesn't bother you, then. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I had literally clients for years who, you know, they'd book their regular facials, but they weren't even washing their fucking faith, you know? And I dealt with it for a really long time yeah. until I didn't. Until you couldn't anymore. Yeah. Until, yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? Right. And, you know, even, like, in the past, like, year or so, I've had to, like, let go of clients who yeah. are, like, just such a freaking hot mess. And, I like, know. I bought this. I bought this. I'm like, bitch, you have me. <laughs> I, I want to say for free, but I'm, like, I'm giving you, like, so much Free. Value, yeah. Value advice uh-huh. while I'm giving you your facial, before your facial, during your facial, after your facial, you literally hire me to give you facial. Right, you are the professional in this situation, <laughs> right? Like, what else can I do? So that's just how some people are, right? It is. So you have that's like a you have to decide if you want to cut the cord or not. Yeah. But if you do want to cut the cord, you just have an open and honest, transparent conversation. Always, that's always going to be our recommendation. Best. And yeah. Someone might get upset, but sometimes it, when you're breaking up with someone, people don't like it. Of course not. Okay. It's that's just, why it's a breakup. It, it, exactly. It can be a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Another question is favorite massage cream or oil for shoulder massage? I mm. really have to say. Yep. I think Haley thinks I'm going to say one thing and I I'm going to say something else. Oh, you're going to surprise me right now? <laughs> surprise me. I have used and tried like every oil and massage cream and to me as long as there's a slip yeah I'm pretty freaking happy yeah I was using Motion from Cosmetics for a very long time. Yeah. Because it's oil-free. It mm-hmm. has nice lip. It didn't have any scent. And you could, like, add your own aromatherapy, but they don't make it anymore. I also am super obsessed with the Elemis, like, heated massage balm. Mm-hmm. That's, like, amazing. Yeah. But I wish I had, like, one end-all to be-all. Yeah. It was motion for a long time. Yeah. I have, like, a very large, like, backstock of it, so I use it a lot. <laughs> but I'm just, like, one of those people, like, as long as there's slip and there's not, like, a bunch of build-up. Yeah. Right. Not that fussy. Stay tuned, though, because I am going to be reviewing some new things, I think, hopefully so. Oh, fun. Okay. Because I get this question all the time. It's a, it's a good question. It, it, it is. Yeah. But I think... With When it comes to massage, Mm -hmm. it's more about the massage than it is the product. I would agree. Yeah. So does Clark. Yes. Thanks, Clark. Chime in anytime, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Another question. How do you remove mascara in the treatment room? I always have a hard time. OMG. Yeah. Me too. This sounds like a problem for sure. So... Back in the day, I would sometimes I would ask clients like, "Do you want me?" Do you, sometimes they'd be like, "You know, leave my eyes or leave my <laughs> mascara." And I'm like, right? Okay. <laughs> so I always ask people now first if yeah, they, if they you know want me to remove it. Uh-huh. But what I recommend doing is you're going to get some kind of like oil cleanser. I like Purity Solution from Cosmetics, uh-huh. and so does Clark. <laughs> and <laughs> it's his favorite. It's his fave. <laughs> He's like, yeah, it actually reminds me of of something. He's like, yeah, purity solution. (laughs) The other night I have to share this quick story. I'm like getting ready to take a shower. And like if anyone has a newborn, you know, it's like you might have one minute, you might have like five minutes, but like it's not a lot of time. Yeah. So I'm sitting with him and I'm doing my skincare and I'm literally explaining to him what I'm doing because it's like you talk to the baby. So I'm like, now I'm using purity solution and this and I'm like telling him why I'm using it. Anyway, that was my tangent. Did he like it? He did. He was very okay, engaged. Mom, you're washing your face. Yeah, he was proud of me. <laughs> okay, so you're going to get an oil cleanser, ideally purity solution. You're going to soak two cotton rounds or two two by twos with the solution and set them on the eye, closed eyes. Yes. And, like, let them, like, soak in. And okay. And you're going to, like, massage with the cotton round uh-huh. the mascara. And that will start to break it down. Yeah, to just kind of come off. Before yeah. you've even started cleansing. Then you could go in with your purity solution. Again, cleanse the whole face. I like to use those, like, porous, like, sponges. Uh-huh. They're in my Amazon shop. We can yeah. link them in the show notes as well. And continue to remove the mascara with those sponges. Then I'll go in with my... Second cleanse, especially if I'm using like Benefit Clean, like a gentle cleanser, I'll go in again with that cleanser and like continue to work it. Yeah. But it's not my happy place. No, because I'm it's that's like, that's what you're time. there for. No, I'm not there to remove your makeup. <laughs> no. I've also, like in the past, like, I know we're not like into makeup wipes, but like, I would give my clients a makeup wipe to remove the mascara mm-hmm. before they lay down get their facial. I think that's the best way to do it because then it's not like eating into their appointment. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not spending 10 minutes (laughs) taking your fucking mascara off. I want 10 minutes to cleanse your face. Yeah, for sure. But I just feel like it's a bunch of waste of time. Yeah. Just have them do it beforehand. I feel like that's the best approach. Put makeup wipes in the bathroom. Uh Go at least get that first layer of mascara off. Or if you really wanted to, tell them to come without makeup. Of course, if they can't, like, not a of big deal. Of course, use yeah. the makeup wipe. Just for the mascara before we start the facial. Yeah. Great. So, okay, next question. How do you manage work-life balance break away from social media? Mm. I mean, I was just, just talking about this, obviously, like, being You just on, have to go camping and lose your phone. That's all you have you to do, guys. just go camping and lose your phone. <laughs> I wish I had like some like magical, like simple answer. There is none. There just isn't. Do I have a work life balance? Some days. Not Not always. Most of the time? I don't know. As much as we can? Yeah. (laughs) I think it it just goes back to what I talk about all the time and it's setting boundaries. Yes. Setting, and most importantly, setting boundaries for yourself. Right. Like, I'm not going to stay at work past. 6 o'clock. Uh-huh. I'm going to make sure that I'm getting up at 8 a.m. every morning to go to yoga before I go into the office. Those are two things that I did yesterday and today. Yeah. I have time limits on all of my apps Mm. on my phone. Yeah. I have, like, a big one where it's, like, it turns, it's, my phone is only on, except for, like, emergency stuff, from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m., yeah after and then 10, it's the do not disturb it, yeah I have right. my do not disturb so after my allotted time on social media I have to like go in and like uh, like click like allow more time or just wait till the next day so I think having boundaries like that is good and the more that I've done that I feel like the m- less like or the more detached I've been from my phone I think that's great. And then you're kind of again, this is to find balance. Yeah. And I think every time you click like yes, give me more time. Right. It's holding you accountable. It's literally asking you, like, do, do you know. wanna potentially waste more time scrolling on Instagram or right. not? Like it's giving you an out and mm-hmm. then you you have control to make that decision for yourself. Right. So that's one quote unquote easy way. But it's 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 practice and it's like what you prioritize and it's not beating yourself up if you didn't like do as much as you like thought you quote unquote should or like you wanted to but is there about a, ba- a work life balance I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes not. Right. It depends on the day. It depends on the month. It depends on the season, like this, how you're feeling. But all I can say is like, if you can set up some, at least for me, like setting up some type of like routine in my life Mm -hmm. has really helped like balance out. your life my life literally my (laughs) life yeah yeah like prioritizing like my mornings for myself Mm -hmm. like having like a certain time I kind of go into work and having a time I kind of finish work yeah and you know it's like well I have to eat breakfast and I have to have dinner and I have to have lunch and like all those things are like you have to give yourself a break right yeah 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 as we know estheticians are not always good at feeding themselves so even those things that sound so stupid like I need to make sure that I block out a half an hour for breakfast lunch and dinner that's going to start setting yourself up for balance, work-life success. I love that. Go ahead and do that. Okay, try that. (laughs) Oh, I like this one. Key things to place on your treatment trolley. Uh, She says, I love your content. It depends. (laughs) Well, it depends on what services you're offering. (laughs) What services are offering? What service are you going to be doing like right now? Right. You need to set up Accordingly, yeah, it changes based on the service yeah. and the type of esthetician you are. Right. I mean, I think some people have like one trolley that's like on the top. Maybe they have like skincare and like a bowl of water underneath that. They've got like maybe their microdermabrasion machine, and then under that there's like their saluma. But what you don't like saluma? <laughs> he actually does. He love the saluma. Yeah. So Clark loves the saluma. <laughs> I don't use it on him, but I hold him while I use it. So I think he loves it by association. It's so funny. The animals love it too. Okay, you guys. It's just me for the rest of the podcast. Haley and Clark had to step out. Thank you all for your patience while we are still maneuvering and figuring out how we can have Haley on the podcast and how Haley can also be a mom. So... If anyone has any recommendations, let me know. But it might be something where you might have me just sometimes. So anyhow, key things to place on your treatment trolley. Again, I think this depends on the service that you're offering. But, you know, you want sponges. You want gloves. You want 4 by 4s Maybe some Q-tips. Like anything that's like, even if you're not using in the service that you might need to grab. I don't know if that's helpful or not, but those are some things that I think are important. I can share with you what like I keep. I don't actually use a trolley. I have two five hundred year old IKEA drawers that I'm obsessed with, and people ask me about all the time. And I have them side by side. They're like these really like deep drawers, and I have my hydrodermabrasion machine on one. And then on the other, I have a mini fridge. I have a place where I have enough room to put like a towel. And that's where I also put like my, my water, my sponges, my 4 by 4s a couple fan brushes, usually like the gua sha tools I'm using, the facial cups, eye applicators, things like that. I like to keep it like as minimal as possible. I keep all of my skincare, like I said, in those 500-year-old IKEA drawers. And so whenever I need anything, I'm just opening it. But that's just like how I prefer to work and it keeps my room clean on to the next how to attract attention to your social media the first thing that i'd recommend when it comes to social media is to be consistent i feel like if you want to attract attention you need consistency so people have something to look forward to. I think at this point in my career, people know that I'm pretty active on social media. So it's like, ooh, like what's Casey like doing today? So number one, you want to be consistent. Number two is share probably more than you think. You don't want to overshare. You don't want one of those stories where you're ranting for like 10 different slides. You actually want like kind of like short, sweet, fast pace, which I'll get to, but you want to share your day, share you opening up your space, share you doing services, share what your retail looks like, share like the services that you're offering. And then with those, you just want like short sweet to the point something aesthetically pleasing it can be a picture with some words on it it can be a cute quick little video with some music on it showing your lobby think about the people that you like watching on social media and in the beginning try and replicate that I think that gets just you in the habit of posting consistently because if you're posting I don't know once a week less than once a week every you know twice a month there's just no you're not gaining any like interest in like a regular following so you really want to be consistent and then you want things that are short and sweet that are grabbing people's attention without like boring them but keeping them somewhat engaged but really like I said And I say it a million times is like, just try and be consistent when it comes to social media. Also, if we're talking about Instagram, which I feel like most of these questions I got were from Instagram, stop posting pictures on your feed and get on reels. Photos are sadly dead. I miss posting photos, but reels are where it's at and reels take a little bit more energy and I get it. But the cool thing about posting a reel or making a reel is once you have that reel, you can repost it in so many different places. So let me tell you what I've been doing because it's really been a game changer. So I make a reel on Instagram and before I post it, I save it. Then I post it on Instagram I post it on TikTok, I post it on Pinterest, and I post it on YouTube short stories. Then, So all of that work that you've done, not just for the one reel, you're posting it in four different places. And since I've been doing that on Pinterest for the past couple of months, I went from like a thousand views a month to now I'm almost at like... 350,000 views a month on my Pinterest just from reposting the content on Instagram on my Pinterest. So I get it. It's annoying. You don't always want to do a real, you wish you could just post a cute picture like back in 2017, but that is just not where we're at with social media anymore. But the cool thing is you can post in all these other places and then you are reaching different audiences in all those different social media avenues. Someone's saying, how can I buy the Glow product? You can go to GlowSkincareLA.com. I always think that's funny when someone's on my social media asking me how they can buy product when it's all over my page. Someone's asking how I recommend asking a medical director to oversee your solo practice. I have never asked a medical director to work for me, but if I was, I would just ask. I mean, I think it's really simple. You want to know what services that you're offering that you need a medical director and you want to go into it showing like how it's not only going to benefit you and your clients, but how it's going to benefit them as well. But I say email, reach out, but also like be mindful, like what are you wanting, wanting them to oversee? And are you ready to take on that extra responsibility As a solo esthetician, because it is a big responsibility not only to be solo, but even bigger to have a medical director. And remember, like a medical director is going to want money (laughs) to oversee everything. So be prepared to have like either a percentage or a number in your head. But if you're just solo, that it's not something I would recommend. I would say it's, I'd recommend like when you're opening a larger spa. But it can't hurt to ask lots of questions on like how like advice for like, like cosmetologists diving into aesthetics or like continuing education. I even have one on here, like how to learn about lash extensions. Like you guys, the internet is freaking amazing. Like Google is amazing. Instagram is amazing. Like search. There is so much information out there. And a lot of it is free, right? Like this podcast is free. My blog is free. I'm not the only esthetician out there doing this. Like if you want to grow, you're going to have to put some time and energy into it. Start searching, start, start reading. I think a really great way is to n- not only social media, it's like be nosy, click around, see what other people are doing, see what other people are talking about. For example, if you're a cosmetologist and you're like, huh, I've, I've been doing, maybe you've been doing hair and you really are feeling drawn to doing skincare, what I would recommend to do is go get a job either in a spa as a receptionist or in a spa trying to work as an esthetician or some kind of assistant. So you can like really get a feel for what it looks like to be an esthetician. Yeah, it's great to take courses. Yeah, it's great to read blogs. It's great to listen to a podcast like this. But I really think like you need to go and get your hands dirty and like see what it looks like on a daily basis to know – Number one, if this is something that you really want to do. And number two is if you're working in a place, usually there is some kind of education. I know like if you go work at like some of these like bigger chain spas – They're going to require you to have like four to six weeks of education with them before you even get on the floor. So that's like free education right there. And like practice, like again, if you are like really drawn all of a sudden to skincare and aesthetics, maybe you were doing lashes, maybe you're doing makeup and you're like, I really want to like get into skincare, put your hands on somebody's face, call your best friend, call your dad call your boyfriend and like just start playing, have fun. Like I was talking about before, Pinterest has been such a really cool new avenue for me. And there's so much information and a lot of it is free. So go check out Pinterest. You know, subscribe to the skincare magazines like Dermascope. They have a ton of education. Skin Deep, which is AACP skincare, they have a ton of education. Make sure you're following me on Instagram and all my social media channels. There is so much free information that I am sharing on a daily basis. But again, if this is something that you really want, then you'll find a way to figure it out. That's what I truly believe. And also, when it comes to continuing education, like, I would love for you guys to be more specific with your intention when it comes to, like, what you're looking for. Because I've been getting a lot of DMs, too, about, like, do you offer training? Well, training on what? Do you want business training? Do you want cleansing training? Do you want extraction training? Do you want protocol training? Like, the amount of training, obviously is never ending. And I think it can be overwhelming, but I think the more specific that you can be with your intention, the better outcome you're going to have. Oh, and then another question, last but not least, best tips to perfect your facial massage. Practice, practice, practice. Do what feels good. Ask questions. Work on yourself. Again, work on your sister. Work on your girlfriend. Ask what feels good. Does this feel good? Does this feel awkward? Does this feel too hard, too soft? Practice, practice, practice. The more motion in your hands, the more fluid you'll become and the more comfortable you'll become and the more you'll start to understand the face, the anatomy, you'll start to understand like what feels good and what doesn't. I will say like one tip that I can give you is, You don't want to go too hard and deep. You also don't want to touch too lightly. You want like a medium pressure. And yes, sometimes you do want to work down on the face or down on the neck for lymphatic drainage. But overall, especially if like you're just starting out, think of upward motions. Think of fluidity. Think of like a beautiful, gentle, slow dance on the face. Okay? And just stop putting so much pressure and being so hard on yourself and start to kind of flow with the movements. I think the more that I've done that myself, the more I have really like tapped into my gift and tapped into my intuition of performing facial massage. And now I work like so intuitively and I just, I I, I love it so much. I think that's it for questions. Of course, I could like go on and on. Thank you everyone who sent in a question. I love doing these. If you have a question for me, please always shoot me a DM, comment on our latest. I do my best to answer your questions. Make sure you're also following us in the private Facebook group. It's Skin and the City by Glow Skincare. Lots of questions that you can ask there. It's a safe forum. I monitor everything so you know you're in a safe space. I think we're at almost like 800 people on our Facebook private Facebook group, which is so cool. And don't forget, you guys, I haven't talked about this in the, in a minute, but we are still stocking your treatment room every single month. So every month we are picking a winner and I'm stocking up your treatment room with all my favorite cosmetics skincare. So if you love cosmetics, then make sure you're commenting on our latest post on Instagram at Skin in the City Podcast. And if you want to try it out, make sure you're commenting on our latest post. So any of our posts, any of our reels, that is going to enter you into to our monthly giveaway. And I'm going to be, again, stocking your treatment room full of cosmetic skincare. I mean, who doesn't want free skincare? Make sure you're also following me on Instagram at Glow Skin A. Again, make sure you're following the podcast at Skin in the City Podcast. You can find Glow Skin Carole on Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, YouTube. And don't forget about our website, glowskincarolet.com, where you can shop all of our products, including our patent-pending glow towel, champagne fan brushes, our cold rollers, our tiger's eye gua sha, and so much more, including free Education like our blog. Thanks for listening, you guys. I love you. Hopefully, this was informational and you're okay with just me minus Haley. It might just be me for a little bit. Let me know what you think. And make sure you write us a review on iTunes, screenshot it, and email it to us at podcast at Send us your mailing address and we'll send you something fun in the mail. Okay, you guys, I love you. Happy Monday again, and I will talk to you next week.